everyone. Hey there. How's everybody Howdy. doing? Good Howdy. evening, spooky ookies. Howdy, y'all. This, this is the Cthulhu Files. Dice Lore's actual play, Pulp Cthulhu Campaign. Please accept this content warning about themes of horror, gore, and suspense. Consumer discretion is advised. Tonight, in session 13 of Slowbo to China, our heroes seem to have found a moment to take a breath. As the SS President Coolidge nears Shanghai and the end of the cruise draws nigh, they have accomplished quite a bit. They traced all of the strange doings and disappearances on board to the machinations of the Crawling One, finally confronting him in cargo hold four and destroying his mysterious blood-soaked pipe organ device. They discovered and unlocked the curious metal cabinet in cargo hold seven and retrieved from it Dr. Sung's stolen Book of Red Jade, along with a set of blueprints which turned out to reveal that the pipe organ was an etheric energy device seemingly designed to summon forth otherworldly entities for unknown purposes. They wisely destroyed the blueprint, relying on Dolores' photographic memory to convey its contents to the doctor. At the same time, they survived a second confrontation with the Crawling One. A reunion with Dr. Sung led to Lydia learning a trio of new spells whilst her companions entered a healing trance. Now, they have left Dr. Sung's cabin and headed back to their own. Storm clouds and rough seas have begun to gather. With only tonight left until they reach their destination, will they finally be able to simply enjoy the amenities of the Dollar Line's finest luxury vessel, along with the cruise ending See you later, Gala, celebration in the Grand Salon. As you, our heroes, decide how you'd like to spend your last day and night at sea, keep in mind that while you seem to have twice beaten back the Crawling One and have certainly proved calamitous to whatever designs he may have been hatching, you have not, to your knowledge, destroyed him. You know you've seen a number of his faces, but it's probably safe to assume you haven't seen all of them. So... Are you headed back to your cabins then, uh, having left Dr. Soong? What time is it? Oh, let's think back. Um, it is morning, I believe. You, you ended up spending something like three days with him, unbeknownst, because you were in this healing trance and, and Lydia was learning uh, her spells. And uh, so we're going to say... It's 9, 10 a.m. or so. Um, if I... So we've been sleeping there and we've been in the same pair of our outfit for like four days or three days. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll head back to my cabin. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go... Shirt like, for more than a day. Bathe and uh, take a nap. I definitely like to change my clothes daily. What did you say, Michael? I said, what monster would stay in the same clothes for more than, like, two days? It seems to be a theme this week. It's crazy. It's wild. Well, uh, as, as you're headed back to your cabins, then, um, you make it to the door, and, and you hear someone coming uh, down the first-class hallway behind you, then, going, um, excuse me, excuse me, my dear, uh, uh, Renee Lestrange? Renee, is that you? Excuse me. Hello. Oh, my dear, you have been impossible to find. What have you been doing with yourself? I... Oh, oh, pardon me, I'm sorry. I, I have the advantage of you. And he sort of does a, a bow and a flourish and produces a business card for you. 
And he says, Alvin Ipswich, Event Tone Records. What does he look like? He is um, an older fellow. He's very tall, but um, he's got a paunch. He's got a comb over. Um, He's got sort of a a bulbous nose, but a kind face. Uh, And he is in a very expensive suit, sort of a a sandy-colored suit uh, with um, uh, like an electric greenish tie. Pleasure to make your acquaintance, sir. You, my dear, are the talk of this ship. Am I? You are a monumentous talent. I have seen you perform twice on board. Just on board? Oh. Yes, yes. Oh, have you performed elsewhere? Um, No, this is just a hobby of mine. I just thought it would be fun to get up there and show my stuff. I am delighted to hear that because I've had my people back in L.A. uh, looking into you and... They have found no record of a Renalis Strains being signed with any other entertainment agencies anywhere. And that makes um, sense. I, of course, uh, am the head of an agency that uh, represents many of the biggest stars of our day. And I can tell you that you're a natural, my dear. You are a generational talent. And, any stars uh, I, I might know? Uh, of course, of course. Uh, um, have you heard of Hedy Lamar? Indeed, I have. Well, I would like to arrange so that everyone will have heard of Renee Lestrange before we're done. Okay. Well, uh, I've got your card. Thank you. I apologize. I was recovering from a little stomach bug, but I'm feeling much better oh, now. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, yeah. uh, I'll tell you what, um, my dear, from what I've seen, you have the, you're the complete package. You, I mean, I'm talking not just uh, recordings and, uh, and radio and live performances. I'm talking motion pictures. Oh. Wow. Now, I will tell you, and he pulls up the lapel of his suit aside, and you can see a sheaf of papers there. Um, if uh, you'd like to sit down with me, I could explain to you what we can do for you, and uh, we can get your little John Hancock right there on the paper and uh, get you in our stable of performances of performers as, uh, as, as soon as possible. Girls, Lydia time is leaning closer and closer to uh, him in between he mm. and, uh, and, and Elaine. And it's he- like, Hello, my dear. Yes. This under control. Okay. And she just like backs away. Like <laughs> I'm like literally just behind him. He has no idea that I'm there. I'm just kind of watching. <laughs> I'm super suspicious, especially since like none of us recognize him as far as I've been told. So. Mm-hmm. What if he um, isn't necessarily human? That's kind of where my mind is at. Oh, yeah, I don't trust the humanity of this person right now. But I'm very tired and popped up on, like, new spells. You know, I celebrated my um, healing from that bug by having a little bit too much champagne at brunch, and I'm afraid I've got a case of the vapors. I don't think it'd be wise for me to sign any paperwork at the moment, but let me think it over, and maybe we can revisit this conversation. You're ahead of the game on the Star Train on that one, too. <laughs> oh, yeah? Many, many of our top performers tend to be, uh, you know, imbibers. A little bit of an imbiber? <laughs> Well, oh, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, are you uh, going to be performing tonight at the See You Later Gala? I hadn't intended on it. 
would you be interested in such a thing? I'm like emphatically nodding behind him, like thumbs up. <laughs> I, I could definitely be interested in it. Um, I, of Maybe course, I, I would. I could arrange to have you be the headliner of the whole show. Oh. Under with yeah. one with one proviso. Mm-hmm. Um, after your performance, would you promise not to sign a contract with anyone else until I've had time to speak with you? Lydia like comes back in like so <laughs> breaking like, the keeper question. Um Elaine's already signed with someone, is she not? Oh yeah, Elaine's a a, a star, like probably not nationally known star, but uh in the circuit where she performed, right? She's yeah, she's well she's signed, yeah. I would think she'd be signed. And technically, like under Renee Lestrange, it's the nineteen thirties, like no one is gonna know that I'm to two people but at the same time like why would i do that so especially if you ended up fucking yourself over because your birth name is signed you know that's fiddling with do not compete contracts and things seems yeah. a little bit you could always pretend you're a dumb woman so that always works i just well, don't understand the I... fine print oh my goodness are your uh, peculiar friends going to be coming to the gala as well? Yes, of course. And they're not peculiar. They're lovely. I'm just watching out for my girl. Apologies. I just enjoyed so much tea. It was nice. Well, I can arrange for uh, a, a table for all of you. And um, uh, my dear, if, uh, if you're interested in being the uh, star of the show, we can certainly make that happen well let me think about it again I'd, I'd like to you know spend the morning mulling it over excellent i'll go and make the preparations just remember uh our deal sure i haven't fully committed to it yet but Wonderful. i'm thinking about it. i will see you all at the ball the table will be ready for you thank you mm, thank you he spins and heads off nice to meet you <sighs> Anybody else think that that dude was suspiciously here? I was tempted to be like, insight check. <laughs> he feels you like... Yeah, you can make a psychology roll. Oh, I can? I would like to maybe Ooh, do that as well. Hold on actually. a second. I just remembered you that I need to, to open up 20. Well, I have a 55. I might do okay. <laughs> I got an extreme success. Damn, bitch. Okay, yeah, you yeah. need my help. Were you going to do it as well? I was once Good. I got this open, but that takes a moment. Okay. Um, Good rolls. Oh, that's, that was Michael. Okay. Yeah. Extreme success. Success. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> this might be a failure. Well, you can Psychology. Like we'll just, we'll, yeah. We'll tell you what your character thought of it. Ooh. A heart success. All right. Well, God damn. Um, well, Elaine, you've dealt with entertainment types. Uh, oh, yeah. You know how agents work. Uh, uh, you've, you know, dealt with people in the record business before. And th this guy came across to you as one of those. A um, little bit sleazy, of course, because, you know, the business is a little underhanded. But um, not, uh, you know, you didn't, you didn't get a bad feeling from him. You just got a feeling from him like he's, he's a, 
probably is a top agent, uh, you know, in LA there. And uh, you didn't you didn't catch any strange vibes from him at all. Okay, well that's good. Michael, you you clocked him as probably to a degree a, a con man a little bit, um, as you know a lot of people in in his line of work may well be promising things uh, that they may or may not be able to deliver on. But beyond that, um, you weren't overly concerned. Mm-hmm. What, what was, was his name, name Alvin? <laughs> Alvin Ipswich, Event Tone Records. Alvin Ape Switch? Ip Switch. IP Switch. Okay. And uh, Dolores. What records? Event Tone. Event Event hyphen T-O-N-E. Tone. And Dolores, um, he sure seemed human to you. Okay, cool. You uh, smelled cologne coming off of him. You noticed perhaps a little bit of perspiration on the back of his neck. Some dandruff. Flakes. Good cologne. Hey, um, expensive cologne. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that the cologne matched the suit because I feel like that's a giveaway. It did, yes. Okay. And so you you saw some telltale signs of of humanity there that probably Sounds wouldn't like be money. replicated in a uh, mm-hmm. in a creature assuming a guise. Let's head into my room. Okay. Or everyone can get changed and we can just meet somewhere. I don't really care. I'm gonna go... I feel a little swamped. And maybe take a nap. I'm not been for away. at least a month. I'm sorry, I'm never letting that go. Um, <laughs> so gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we made a decision. I think I explained it on Discord today pretty well. You did, but that don't matter to me. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go get cleaned up and changed into something fresher. Yeah, Elaine's gonna take a shower and do the whole thing. Um, and then she's gonna go see Elizabeth. So I gotta lie to her again. <laughs> Would you like me to come with to see Elizabeth? I don't know. I feel I feel weird about people going places by themselves past their rooms where we're all in the same hall. That's reasonable. That's reasonable. <clears throat> uh, I would take probably... Oh, Lydia might be better. Jane. Yeah, yeah. Jane, Lydia. Uh, just yeah, because Jane, she, Lydia. she knows her. so That's fair. She's met well, her before. I'll hang out with the guy. Guys being dudes, what could be better? <laughs> it won't be Bruh. too long of a visit. I think she's probably mad at me. I don't blame her. Or depressed. Yeah. You know, probably both. Mad and depressed. She needs a therapist. Um, so is that what's happening then? You're gonna you're gonna all go get freshened up. Mm, yeah. yeah. I think so. I think I an think underwear that... change is overdue. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think that if they're gonna if they're gonna do that, if do the guys do you guys wanna get together for anything or do we have time for a nap or You said this morning? It's you know, yeah. Late morning. 
Watch me take a nap at any hour, regardless of how recently I woke up and how well rested I am. The gale is getting underway around dinner time. Yes. Gotta be well rested for the day. Is it already past 11 a.m.? Let's say yes. Wait, 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 wait. Um. Um. Oh, gosh. Ryan, what's your character's name? Rocco. Rocco. Um, does Rocco have that balcony? Rocco does not no. have a balcony room. Michael I have a and balcony. Elaine have a balcony room. Okay, Elaine. Um Yes. What what direction is her balcony no. facing right now? Um, it is facing uh, the port side of the ship, the left side. Okay. So Which how... will be south as you're sailing toward South. Okay. So Shame. I probably want to be somewhere where I can see west. Because I'm You're curious about this storm. Mm -hmm. So I should probably go above onto the deck. If you went out onto one of the balconies, <coughs> excuse me, you could I look would be able to, to the it. west. Okay. Sure. Then yeah, um, do you mind if I go check out the storm that potentially could be brewing based on what I'm seeing over there? I am... I'm a meteorological you? man. Who are you asking? Mother Weenie. Um, it's true. Uh, I was asking Elaine since she has oh. the balcony. Yeah, absolutely. It Anytime. was time. Okay, cool. Or did you did you have a balcony too, Michael? Or was I? I also have a balcony. Oh, okay. But it's I'll right next your... to mine. But Michael's there, and I can chatter at him. It's a little lonely, especially if your friends think you just disappear on them because you don't care. Yeah. Um, that's not it. So, I I would as both a genuine real life weather weenie and also a learned man of meteorology like to go study that storm and see if it looks like anything I've ever witnessed or if it's sus. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see. The skies on the horizon are uh, are a dark gray. Um, clouds are gathering. Uh, the seas are becoming a bit rough. You can feel the motion of the ship, especially from out on the balcony. Um, you can smell the ozone in the air uh, as the wind is picking up. I can smell the ozone in the air as the wind picks up. You can smell the storm coming on. Do I You're... see any lightning evidence? In the... No, not at the moment. Just no very, lightning, very dark but I can skies. Smell the ozone. In so the tumultuous clouds, but in the distance, the uh, you know the dark skies sort of just blend into the dark sea. I bet that looks so cool. It is December, and um, heading into Shanghai, December weather um, tends to be around 40, 50 degrees Fahrenheit. You know, it's uh, mm -hmm. it's it's definitely not the Hawaiian climate that you've left. Does it feel abnormally warm or cool where we're at? Based on where you're at and where you're going, you can extrapolate that it's probably um typical 
Okay, so maybe maybe a little cooler than what you would expect given the 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 winds blowing in. Okay. So we're moving towards the storm, which, based on the winds, I can assume is also moving towards us. Mm -hmm. Yes. Does it look like isolated? Like, can I see the edges of the storm, or does it just look like a wall of gray? It looks like a wall of gray. Oof. So this is a large storm. So what's your take of it? So I think what we're looking at is going to act similar to a nor'easter. It's a large storm. It's on the ocean. It's not very warm temperatures. This isn't the kind of weather that would facilitate um, a hurricane, but it's definitely going to be a bit of a gale. Um, I'm expecting rough waters. I, I'm nervous about the fact that we are moving towards it and it's moving towards us um, because there's no there's no very easy way for me to get a, an idea of how quickly the forward motion on the storm is can i see so that that wall of gray i mean that's clouds that's rain that's just mm -hmm. sea yeah it so just sort of turns of into a is, haze at the horizon so so it's hazy and windy enough that I can't see lightning, but I can smell ozone. And I mean, I'm not expecting this to be a good situation, especially for a party. I I think this is probably about the size of a hurricane, but a little bit of a colder core storm. So strong, but not atypical as far as I can tell for the climate and area. Just a little bit hmm. off-season, if that makes sense. But it happens. Um, are we how big are the waves? <clears throat> um, uh, they're enough that, like I said, you can feel the motion of, of the ship on them more than you, you had previously. Um they're not rocking the ship or anything. They're not white capping or anything. But okay. Um, At least on the edge of the storm, we don't have ex like very strong winds. I would estimate probably between thirty and forty miles an hour max. And without white caps and stuff, I would venture the forward motion is probably no greater than thirty-five miles an hour. So. At the rate that we're going, I think we're going to end up in the storm. I don't know how strong it is until we're inside of it, outside of the storms, especially um, like storms on the ocean are weaker. It just gets stronger as you move towards the middle. So I think that that will be a bit of a giveaway as far as what exactly we're dealing with. Is If we move into, move into it and it's a little bit gradual as it builds intensity but becomes more intense, it's definitely something to be concerned with. Um, I think that we should maybe take appropriate precautions so that if for whatever reason we do need to evacuate um our asses are covered 
I mean, what does evacuation mean on a ship? Um, lifeboats and hope for the best. I don't know. It's it's hard to say because it's like I could ask Lainey worst comes to worst to you know hit the time crystal and send me, but we don't know if that'll be too late for me to help or too soon for me to get the word out that something might happen. I don't know. I want to go up. I want to go talk to the captain. I want to go talk to the captain. I am an, a learned man. I have a degree in meteorology. I feel like he could, you know, um, take my word for it and maybe give me some advice on what the, um, the, the coastal, like the, by the time this would have been happening, they would already be issuing coastal weather advisories. So I would be surprised if the captain hadn't received any information. Mm -hmm. So I want to know what he's heard. Okay. You weren't alone when uh, the gang met the captain before, were you? I think you stayed in the room. I think so. You were we, on the ship. I wasn't you were so right. Yep, I was a stowaway at the time. Right. Okay. So you're going to march yourself right up to the... Uh, Right up to the captain's deck. Yeah, essentially, I'm just gonna go up and be like, "Hey, you know, I want to talk alone? to the captain." Hey, bitch. Uh, Michael, do you want to come with me? Sure. <laughs> okay. You can introduce me. You can introduce me as your friend. Be like, "Hi, my friend here has a degree in meteorology. This is kind of his thing, and he's concerned about the storm and oh. wants to know if you oh. have any information that might be pertinent, so that maybe he can help you make a plan to navigate I this better." I don't know if, well, I don't know if that will make a difference. I mean, at least you've met him. That offers at least a moderate amount of credibility. I actually met him. I think it was Elaine, oh. wasn't it? They because... summoned Elaine, but I think at least several of you went along. I remember there was a discussion about croissants and making sure there was acceptable breakfast. Yeah, we all got croissants. And you brought some yeah. back to me. Mm -hmm. I don't think I was, I don't, I didn't really talk to him, so I don't think I was really, like, the focus of that, so I just, I don't think I'll, I'll come, but I don't think, like, my presence there will make, make a difference, difference Okay. you need a difference made. I don't think I'm going to need much credibility added, because I sound like I know what I'm talking about, and I look like I have money. That's really enough credibility a man needs. Um... So yeah, come along with me. We can stop for a beverage on our way back down if you like. I'd like to keep an eye on the storm one way or another. But any information that I can get from the captain about, you know, the conditions will be beneficial. I imagine that would be true. <laughs> I'm imagining the two of you heading heading up to talk to the captain and... Elaine and Lydia going to talk to Elizabeth Ann and Rocco just sort of coming out of his room and not like, being able to everybody? find anybody. Rocco, go take a nap, sweetie. Thank you. I will go take a nap now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Be, be safe. We will. We promise. There's a you storm out too. there, I hear. It looks bad. And I don't <laughs> think that uh, I got uh, the right galoshes with me for this. So I will not be getting wet today. Are you a cat? No. Absolutely not. I love you, Do you ever plan on getting wet? 
I mean, at some point, like when I get in the shower or, you know, when I don't know that there's a rainstorm and all of a sudden it happens. That's not planning. Then I get wet. That's not planning. (laughs) (laughs) Now, if you guys need me, I'll be here. Don't worry about me. I'm fine. Yeah, you go take it easy, bud. Rocco's going to go into his room and start meditating on rat magics. How many what? eggs? Weren't you eggshells guy? I was also eggs man, yeah. <laughs> go meditate about eggs. Um. <laughs> the ingenuity behind this is fascinating. It can has so much strength in its design. Eggs hmm. are amazing. <laughs> the incredible edible egg. So the bridge um, is on your deck. It's right up here. It's this number four at the front of the deck. So you head up and you actually um, go through this sort of uh, hallway area here, this reddish area. And you're met um, by the first officer uh, who comes out and says, uh, uh, can I help you? We uh, is, there, is there a problem that's really not, uh, not very common for passengers just to sort of stroll on in here well i i don't want to impose however i am a professor of meteorology and i noticed that we have a storm forming and i was wondering if you had received any advisories from anyone on the coast had an idea of the conditions that we might need to I'm, expect or if you need my help indeed uh, there's, there's weather ahead there's weather ahead and uh, we, we, the captain knows what he's doing uh, we're well prepared, believe me. This vessel uh, is uh, is nigh unsinkable, but uh, you have nothing to worry about. I look for wood <laughs> as closely as pot, like just looking all over for wood and start knocking. Don't say unsinkable on a boat, sir. It's bad luck. It's like sir, telling I've someone to good luck for been on the sea my whole life, believe me. I'm sure you have. I've been on the sea a fair share myself. All, all is well. We're aware of the storm. Uh, we're tracking it. Uh, and uh, it doesn't look like it's going to be anything really to be concerned about. So uh, please in, in, enjoy your last day at sea. Hopefully you're going down to the gala tonight. Oh, uh, just have a good time. Just enjoy yourself. So all is well. Okay. Okay. Uh, insight check. <laughs> sure. Psychology roll. I'll help you with that. Thank you. Oh, I needed that. There's a failure. I needed that help. Uh, I just want to know if I'm being blown off because he's insulted or like what? No, You're kind of being blown off, <laughs> Michael. Mike, of... you, you, you know, you, you're not sensing it. Michael definitely gets the sense. This guy's kind of blowing you off. He's not really taking you seriously. Um, he's not necessarily lying. Michael doesn't get the sense that he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's worried about anything, but he's just, he's a bit dismissive. Shame I couldn't tell. I could kind of clock it from the way you were saying it. Um, Look, man. If they need me, they know where I am. And I did offer to help. So I shall trust their judgment as much as I can. But I have known many a sailor to abide by old wives' tales and things and be incredibly incorrect. Yeah. I don't think we're really going to do too much to, yeah, convince them otherwise, so. Shall we grab something lovely and perhaps non-alcoholic and head back to our rooms? Maybe check in with Rocco? 
I suppose. I don't think I really need too much. Maybe just a tea or whatever. Water. I just want something warm with me in my hands while I'm out on your balcony because that's where I'll be um, watching this storm that I suspect that uh, he's incorrect about, frankly. No big deal, but we're seeing swells and feeling it. Mm -mm. Something feels wrong. I don't know. There's just something about it. Maybe it's the strength of the ozone smell. I just... It feels wrong. I feel... There's, there's like a nagging in the back of my head thing. And I don't want to let it go. I just want to keep an eye on it. What's ozone? They would know about ozone by then because like you had neon lights and stuff by then. Um, not normal. Not like commonly. No, 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 no. Like I can explain it. You because would. It, yes, I would know. Um, so when you have lightning, it heats up the air around it so much that ozone is produced, which is, uh, it's kind of like oxygen. It's got oxygen in it, like we breathe, but a little more oxygen to it than what we breathe, if that makes sense. And it's got a distinctive smell. So that kind of, not the earthy petrichor smell, but the other smell that comes when a storm is coming, that's the ozone smell. So as the, two of you, as the two of you then head off to, uh, Get yourself something and head back to your cabins. Um, Lydia and Elaine, are you ready to go on your little mission? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Time to break a girl's heart again. Yeah. Hey, hey, how you doing, Elaine? Are you? What, what do we? What do we have to go it. tell? What do we have to go tell her? Well, I promised her that I was gonna teach her how to sing, and we were gonna sing together. <laughs> and. We were supposed to meet every day at 11. And then I was asleep for three days. It happens. I mean, we are on a boat full of inebriates. So, you know, you could always kind of imply that. Or you were nursing Rocco, who had had too much to drink. And it just was too much to, to go out and try to work with that. I was he did eat a lot of eggs. Tell her I had a stomach bug. That's also reasonable. I was on my period. So, I mean, How far we... be it for any of us to uh, question, you know, lady trauma. Yes. Yes. So, it's gonna be fine. You know, it happens. I'm doing great, right? I'm never going to see her again, but I just feel awful. I mean, I was once that age, and I know how impressionable and sensitive Well, you maintain a pen pal relationship, then. You don't have to say goodbye and never see her again. We can check in on her from time to time. You know, and just... You know, maybe, maybe if you do the pen pal thing, you can start sending her, you know, instructions. Or, or particular music books that helped you when you were that young. Yeah, perhaps. I mean, better than her father. True. So I, I would just say, you know, we, we will part as not a goodbye so much as a see you soon. And, uh, you know, life's full of disappointment, kids. Yeah, better get used to it now. <laughs> when you're an adult, <laughs> she is 19, actually. <laughs> 
<laughs> when you're my age, things happen. <laughs> things come up. And yeah. Anyway, all yeah, right. I think so, I think you're fine. I think you're fine. This, Let's just this go. This is with a it. walk and talk. Yeah. We can stroll around the ship while we're chatting. Um, with her. Well, no, we are walking and talking on oh, the Oh, yes, way. we are indeed. Look at us walk and talk. Yes. So much talent. Is Truly. it conceivable to say that we might bump into them? Sure. All right. Um, I would like to bump into them. Mm-hmm. You bump into them. I'm thinking oh. that I'm going to tell her. Oh, hi. Laney. <laughs> I was thinking, and uh -huh. I know you're off to see your girl. And I know yep. that she's an up-and-coming talent, and she has a lot of promise, but she's got a lot of learning to do. And I also know that you already are signed under a contract with your real name. So, Are you just talking if, about this out in the hallway? Quietly. <laughs> it's hushed. Okay. I, like, link my arm around you and just kind of edge up a little bit and lean over in your ear and whisper about it. And I'm just like, what if you introduced her to Alvin? talked about how you think that she has a lot of promise if she has the right people to help her. That would be better than any letter you could write. Mm. That's a good idea. Alvin was there when she tanked. Like, yes. We watched. But that kind of thing happens with nerves. And that that's the band. That he can, that's something that he can help her overcome with a little bit of lessons. I'm just saying, you're gonna, you're fighting an uphill battle. Uh, better an uphill battle than no battle at all. It's don't tell the girl till you talk to Alvin. But once you talk to Alvin, maybe bring the girl over to the table or something and introduce him. Oh, this is this this young talent I met, and she reminds me so much of when I was young. And I just think that maybe if she's given a shot, she can really grow into something incredible. Yeah, I, I like I, that. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad idea. I just think you should know what you're the fight you're gonna have to fight first. Yeah, right? I know you don't have to fight that hard, I but she's beautiful, she's beautiful and young. That's easy money. I don't think I think it's gonna be hard to, to convince them to take a gamble on something. Yeah, I'm definitely right. more of a sure right. bet, and it's he, not really worth it for me. Like, he, he saw you as easy money. That was like how I saw that. And he's not oh. going to see her as easy money. He's going to see her as a challenge. And I An I don't think he's going to go for a challenge. Mm -hmm. You could throw in a couple of appearances that you would make as long as she is able to be... You, you could bargain. Like, I know you're signed, actually, but you could still bargain. Provided this guy isn't shady. Right. I just worry that I'd be outed. Could you offer to sponsor her in some way? And work yes, with him to... I'll put money towards that. Do it alone. I definitely have some extra money. You have leverage against him right now because he wants you to sign. And you can drag that along for a while. You know, them flighty females and whatnot. Sure, true. Well, 
Let's head over and see how this goes. Michael, we can head back. I just wanted to be a little nosy. I like the suggestion. It was a good one. I think that's true. You know, it's better to try than not. And if anything, you'll get the girl's name in the back of his head. I'll bet you could charm him into really taking a liking to seeing her potential. I think so, Mm. especially if... Go talk to her and maybe she can perform towards the end of the night or something. When everybody's tipping enough to enjoy her. You know, the Astors. Of course you haven't heard of them yet. She's so up and coming. But she's already made a name for herself in very small um, tea clubs. Intimate circles. Yes. Yeah. She's been doing private performances for years. She's 19. She's the... She's the cousin of a dear friend. (laughs) She's 19. You're not helping. I I mean, these are things he's going to notice. 19 has lots of potential, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. Never underestimate a good, like, bluff in the favor of someone. Besides, he seems like someone who was pretty flatterable. I'm just saying a 19-year-old cannot have years of experience. I'm sure she can. She could have been in choir. Yeah, she started performing, which in a lot of cases... Performed in her church. Yeah, school even. What else are young women meant to do but sing and embroider, anyway, in this day and age? She was singing gospel music with her Baptist church. I don't know. I'm not saying this to be, like, contrary to you. I'm just pointing out things that I think he might take against you. Right? Like... Understand. Well, we you're won't trying to sell her until you... we try. Yeah. Let's go scheme with her, Elaine. Okay. Well, good luck. Thank you. So you head to her cabin. Mm-hmm. Uh, you knock on the door. That wasn't very ladylike. It opens after a moment, and, and Walker, the Astor's butler, is there. Who's going to help you? Yes. Uh, hello. Uh, I am Renee Lestrange. I'm here to see Elizabeth Ann. We've met. <laughs> I know we've met. <laughs> just wanted to re- just give you the benefit to hear my name again, in case you forgot. Uh, Miss Astor is, uh, I believe, reading at the moment. Um, give me a, give me a second. Let me see if she's uh, receiving guests. And he closes the door in your face. Then the door opens after a moment, and she, Elizabeth Ann is there. She's looking back over her shoulder and she's Walker. That was so rude. I'm sorry, Miss Lestrange. Oh, Miss Doe, how are you? Please come in. Thank you. Darling, how are you? Uh, I'm fine. I hope you're well. We've been through it now. Couple of days. Yeah, woof. I'm so sorry that I missed our meetings. It's not going to lie to you. It's been a rough few days. I understand. It's okay. 
around your room a few times. I know. I'm sorry. I was very under the weather. Um, yeah, there was a stomach bug going around, and it was not pretty. I couldn't. I couldn't, you know, manage to be well enough to answer the phone. That's how rough I it was. even presumed to stop by once or twice and knock, but it's all right. I must have been sleeping. It's fine. I understand. Um, You've been so kind to me. You've been kinder to me than you needed to be. Uh, it, it's nothing to worry about. I, you know, I was once your age and I see a lot of myself in you. And I also had parents who didn't necessarily encourage me to indulge in silly activities such as wow. creative arts. There's no need to talk about that. I've talked to your father. On a couple well, occasions. Daddy just wants the best for me. Of course he does. But only you can know what's best for you. And part of life is figuring that out. And if your path is laid out in front of you brick by brick, how are you supposed to figure it out when you can't leave the path? It's... It's the world that I come from. I understand. I left that world myself. <laughs> I admire you for it. Um, it was a rough parting, I'll be honest, but... Well... Are you going to the gala tonight? Oh, I don't know. I think I'm ready just to be off this ship and and get on with things as they must be. Uh, I I don't know. I hadn't really planned on it. I mean, I'm sure there's a dress you haven't worn yet that you've been saving for a special occasion. Of course, several. There no shortage of dresses for me well if you wanted to wear pants i mean by all means <laughs> trousers are very comfortable and practical i've i've heard enough from my father over the course of the last two weeks um i don't need to stir that up anymore okay well <laughs> I wanted to let you know that I might be performing at the gala tonight because oh, that's wonderful. You're so I've been talented. Feeling better. Thank you. Um, and I don't know much about it yet, but I would really like to stay connected with you in case any opportunities come along that I can pass your way, because I have connections in this world. And if you're interested in that then I would really like to keep our relationship going. Of course. You sure you don't want to come out with us? It'll be a wild time. 
There's gonna be people there. We can scandalize about what all the first-class passengers have done in these international waters. I even know that there's a a guy that has a record label going. (sighs) She was. Come on, come on, surely. Lydia's making her laugh. but when you when you mention the record label, she sort of gets a little bit somber again. And she's like, "Oh, well, I miss Lestrange. I th- I think we both know that that's that's oh, not sorry. what I'm destined for." Well, Sing me a few bars. Oh, no, no, no. Why not? Just <sighs> just the three of us here and your butler. <laughs> he he left. He left the three of you alone. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the the rooms are adjoining her room and uh, and her father's room, so he he went the other way. Well, uh, what would I sing? I'm not, um, I'm not prepared. That's okay. I mean, we all know uh, quite a few songs. Like you could sing "After You've Gone" by Ruth Edding. That's a good one. That's oh, a bop. It's one of my favorites. I will uh, I'll start singing it would you yes I uh, I'll start singing it and um, when the chorus comes I will stop and maybe sing like lightly okay okay all right are you ready go ahead and make a singer roll okay deep breath Extreme success. <laughs> Elaine, coming off of basically three days of hibernation and and not having sung at all, just brilliantly, just, just nails this. The tone, every note, perfect. It's incredible. And Elizabeth Ann, her, her eyes sort of go wide and, and she thinks to herself, there's no way she can join in with this but you sing through the verse and you get to the chorus and she's begun to sort of sing along with you quietly and when you stop she go ahead, goes ahead and takes takes her uh, takes her part Success. and she sings it through and she's actually sort of looking a little bit proud of herself. She obviously didn't match um, your ability, but... I harmonize with her. Yeah. She comes, she brings it to a close and is actually sort of beaming a little bit. That wasn't bad, was it? That was great. Hot dog, that was amazing. Getting that off your chest. Come on. Thank you. Oh. Obviously, you know I can't what, do it in front what? of a crowd, but here oh, in the room, that went well. Yeah, that was great. Either way, come out with us tonight, and if if if, if Renee performs, we'll watch her, and if not, we'll make fun of people who are so drunk they trip over their own feet. Well, my that's brother, my favorite activity. My brother was possibly to also go. tripping them, but we don't talk about that. You're so funny, Miss Doe. I'm a lot of things. My brother was planning to go. Perhaps, perhaps I will. 
If only just swing by your room when I'm on my way. You better be ready. What's the worst that could happen? You're gonna look beautiful. I promise. You're gonna have. We know what the worst that can happen is. It already. I can imagine a lot more things, but what? What? What's the best that could happen? You're not getting up on the stage unless you want to. The best that could happen is you have a good time with us. We keep in touch after we all get off of this boat that everyone is sick of. And, um, you know, you you flourish into a career after being influenced by two older women. A, a smile breaks her face and she launches herself at both of you and just pulls you in together. In no. She's like, thank you so much. You're both so wonderful. I give her a kiss on the cheek and there's a little lipstick. And her mood is is obviously vastly improved. She's like, "Yes, yes, I'll come tonight. I will. I will see you there." Marvelous! I'm Can't so pleased. Wait. Can't wait to see what you're gonna wear. <sighs> we'll sure, be friends we'll be forever, won't we? This is wonderful. Thank you so much. <laughs> yep. As long as I shall live, we will be friends. I swear to God, Lee, if you kill this girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. I have no. I'm emotionally to invested. It's- why don't uh, do you want to give me your address, sweetie? And uh, oh, we dropped him on her. Oh no, she's emotionally invested. Oh, no. and then she's, she's upset. <laughs> she's upset. Stormed off. Yes, yeah, so we come back after you guarantee her safety. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she is happy to share her address with you. She would love to be pen pals. Wonderful. I am in the process of moving, so I'm not going to give you mine because I don't know what my new address is, but um, I definitely will send you a letter. I promise. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I just don't want you to send me a letter and then me not get it, and that would be really awful, you know? I understand. It's it's fine. Thank you for being my friend now. Absolutely. I spit that some more. <laughs> yeah, her internet dropped. Hopefully, she'll be back. You know what? I will give you my current address. And I'll put. No, no, you don't have to do that. Well, I just, if, if I don't respond, then you'd know why. And just wait for me to reach out to you. Yeah, mail, mail forwarding. <laughs> Sorry, Amar. For those of you watching along at home, Lee just pinged Amara and said that Elizabeth Ann just died. Whoops. Oops. <laughs> she she ran to hug us and flipped right off the side of the ship. She did. Which is really talented in an enclosed hallway. That's right, and they don't have a balcony. Sorry about that, everyone. Oh. I just quack. time traveled. It's fine. I was screaming. Quack. 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 So you, you you time traveled and you came back and Elizabeth Ann is not dead in this time stream. So. Um, oh, oh, good. <laughs> so, I was worried about that. So having exchanged information with Elizabeth Ann, brought her spirits up and then, you know, brought them back down just a little bit. Um, <laughs> Wait, how did you do that? <laughs> I asked for her address. Did you do that, girl? 
And then oh. I told her I wasn't going to give her mine because I was moving, but I would be sending her a letter very soon. She doesn't trust you. Oh, she, I, I said the quiet part out loud. She trusts you. She's Harsh. just used to being disappointed. Yeah, exactly. That's a form of trust. Disappointing trust. I trust you to disappoint me. Oops. Just saying. Uh, careful with that, girl. But you do have her promise that she will come to the gala. All of my opinion is based on interactions I've never actually witnessed. <laughs> do you want us to pick you up? Should we come grab you? <gasps> Hi, Norm! <laughs> I can... Norman has entered the chat. I can head down with my brother. And I'll see you there. Sounds good. I would love to see you, and I can't wait to see what you show up in. It's going to be fun. Thank you so much. You trust me to remember to pick her up? <laughs> no shit. Hold on. We're not picking her up. That's why she said not to pick her up. Oh. I would have remembered. <laughs> if I wasn't dead or incapacitated, I would have remembered. Um, okay. Well, I guess we're going, but mm -hmm. see you later. I want to know how the seas are looking after this has this time has passed. I want to sure. know how they're looking. Sure. Um, as we pass the noon hour into the early afternoon, um, the wind has picked up a bit and the rain has started. Okay. Um, what? This is about to get really nerdy. Um, what does you're, the you're flag making this look so like? real for me. <laughs> what does the flag look like on the ship? What do the flags look like? Are they before the rain started? Uh, I don't know how to describe it other than um, you were getting periods of like, uh huh, uh huh, and it would kind of die down and then pick uh -huh. up again. Um, oh wow, my estimate was right. That should be about thirty-five mile an hour winds. Sorry, Sweet. that was really cool for me. <laughs> this is actually happening. Um, so now that, it's, now that it's raining, um, the wind doesn't seem to be blowing quite as hard. Okay. It was gusting up to about mm -hmm. 35, 40 miles an hour before the rain hit. Mm -hmm. Not so much anymore. What do the flags look like? And how heavy is the rain? Um, it's... It's heavier than a mist. It's a, a, a bit of a soaking, almost like a rain. Like if you're still out on the balcony, you're you're starting heavy to get drizzle. wet rivulets are running down your scalp. Okay. Um, if you came in, I need you know, an umbrella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The wind is definitely not gusting that uh, that heavily anymore, though. The Is motion, it more like a soft ripple, on the, the flags. Why don't we call it a soft ripple? Yeah. Okay. The uh, the waves have um, grown a bit, perhaps. Still, you know, not white capping, not tossing the ship or anything, but you can feel the motion. I'm not going to require any constitution rolls yet. I'll keep that in mind next time I go out on the balcony. Just poke my head out. 
Hmm? Are we able to feel like that the ship is getting like fun? Mm-hmm. A little bit. How steep was the temperature drop? Well, it's been gradual. Uh, after okay. you left Hawaii, you know, you had a few days. No, no, no. Was... I mean, like, once the rain hit. Oh, okay. Um, I would say that if you stayed out on the balcony for a few moments and uh, and allowed the rain to hit you, um, you'd start to feel a bit of a chill. Okay, okay. So we're probably still in the 40s. Oh, you, no, it's warmer than that. 50s? Yeah. But you, you wouldn't want to get soaked to the skin and just stand out there. Rocco, do you have an umbrella? Unfortunately, I do not have an umbrella. Mm-hmm. Shoot. No bumper shoot for me. Sorry. It's okay. Hmm. Lydia might. You never know with her. When she gets back, I'll ask. We're headed back there right now, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Cool, I probably definitely have an umbrella. I don't know why, I just get the feeling. I just get the feeling this storm is going to end up kind of intense. You propose that you... Don't know why you would think that. That you prepare for it. What, what courses of action were you thinking of in order to prepare? Um, I would make sure that I had my flotation device and my emergency, like, essentials that I would need for me to have to get into a lifeboat on hand. Um, I would keep Elaine and the time crystals nearby because, you know, worst case scenario, it's, you know, obvious we're all going to die. It would be nice to be sent to a different time, at least. From your experience with them, that's not really how they work. Oh, for whatever reason, I thought that the, like, if you they were disappearing handled, it could happen. Has, well, you disappearing has seemed to be a random event, and that's related to your tattoo. Okay. Um, it seems like when the crystal is manipulated, that brings you back. Okay, I didn't know if that would make me poof, too. You have never tried it. I want, I want to try quite badly, but it's not a great idea. Because who knows where I'll end up. <laughs> and if Hub- I'll be able to get back. <clears throat> Alex Hubbard was not forthcoming at all with you about how any of this worked, obviously. No, it would have made me easier to... Uh, it would have made it easier for me to escape. Oh, shoot. That bastard Hubbard. At least he's dead. Can't curse anyone else. Um, I have the information that I need. I think I've determined that we're in the outer bands of some sort of uh, sea storm. So, Lena, Lydia, get back. Is there anything all of you want to do before the gala? Oh, Lainey, do you have an umbrella, darling? I have a raincoat. That'll do. If I could just keep that on my person for a little while so I can go out and check without ruining my uh my outfit lydia might have an umbrella though she's always got seems like she has everything on her all the time all right lydia do you have an umbrella darling 
I do. Okay, so I'm gonna borrow you? your raincoat, Elaine. Yes. Make a luck roll. <laughs> no. Why I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make thing? spend the ten luck points for an umbrella, but make a luck roll. This is just so I don't get too damp. It's a success. You do. Alright. <laughs> Where are you when I need you, success roll? Could have been okay without an umbrella. You say that now. Watch it come in handy. I just feel like it would you behoove us all if I... No shit, right? Pay attention <laughs> to this weather. Because if it gets weird, I'll be the first to know. And the captain will not tell you. Perfect. We'll keep us posted. Dolores. Is there anything I could throw together to help you with your forecasting? I mean... Um, unless you can figure out a barometer of some sort. I feel like that would be reasonable. Have barometer... Bar barometers have been invented by then. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Because I can, I can kind of base... I can use the flags for the Beaufort scale. That'll give me wind direction and estimate. But that barometer might come in handy because if we've got a sudden pressure system, we can see a pretty rapid intensification. Or a sudden pressure shift, I mean. I'm going to say Especially that if it's in, a sudden drop. In some public area on the ship, there's there's going to be a barometer. You, like that, probably, actually. Able to find one of those. The, the storm glass right there, That's mm -hmm. those were very popularly used on ships and stuff for this purpose. Mm -hmm. There would be a publicly accessible barometer somewhere. Excellent, excellent. And yeah, I would, I would definitely peek in on that occasionally. Mm -hmm. Just bad weather. I feel like I need a drink. Not often do I feel like a drink, but I think this calls for a bourbon. Are you ready to? Oh, I'm gonna have, go get fancy after the gala. At the gala. Okay. Yeah. So you're gonna have it in your room. No, no, I'll have it at the gala. Gala. Okay. Gotcha. However you want to say it. <laughs> you're the only person I know who says gala. Well, because it works with the title of the... See you later, Gala. I like it. It's just not how I've always said it. And then it, I started like picking it up just now. I was like, ha. Alright. Does everybody want to start getting ready for the party, then? Yeah. I'm already dressed to the nines. I'm going to dress to the 11s. I only like numbers that are multiples of three. <laughs> I'll dress to the twelves then. So you have my raincoat, right? Yeah, I have your raincoat and Lydia's umbrella. The rest of us will just have to be damp. How long will it take Lainey to make my barometer? Or no, I don't need her to make a barometer mm -hmm. for me. There's a public one accessible. The good news is you don't have to get damp. You can get to the gala. Oh, I said it anyway. Uh, you can get there in the interior of the ship. You don't have to go to the outer decks to get there. I can't shake the feeling that perhaps this storm in conjunction with the events in the cargo holds are related. I mean, the cult storm in the keys was connected 
I mean, it just seems like you all get up to a lot of mischief in the ocean. Yeah, bring I, uh, before you leave. Bring travel before you leave. with everything on me at all times for these reasons. It's a good thing to do. I mean, I'm not sure what these connections would be. Well, the ocean's very deep. Lots of room for things to lurk. Hmm. Could be some real deep ones out there. Marvelous creature. He was trying to summon an ocean god. Who was trying hmm. to summon an ocean god? Uh, the Red Jade book is meant to so one of its functions is meant to summon gods, and that um, the bug man was likely trying to summon an ocean god. Oh. That's what we talked about last session, if I didn't take my notes down wrong. I think you take the most thorough notes of all of us. You, like, though. messed that up, right? He needed the, the organ to do that? Lee's frowning, so... I'm not frowning. The organ organ. That's just my face. Um, the organ organ. Yeah, we we found the schematics for the pipe organ. We don't know if they're connected because we can't read the writing. The doctor was able to read it when Dolores recreated it. Dr. Soma oh. was able to read it. And he told you that um, it was in ancient Sumerian script. Right. Um, that it had something to do with etheric energy. Um and summoning some sort of outer beings. It didn't give a reason or an exact method or you know any sort of description of what or what would happen, but apparently it was intended to be some sort of summoning device of beings greater than humanity. Do we want to ponder this at all? And I mean, we've got not without our... more alcohol. Fair. I'll grab some gin. Like or I'm sure I've got a bottle of champagne. They've been sending them to me every day since the incident. No kidding. Yeah, when you got back from Doctor Soong's, there were there were three bottles at your door. <laughs> three full bottles waiting outside your door. I just imagine them with like a little ribbon and a note. Sorry for your troubles. Um, yeah, I'll pop a bottle of champagne. Uh, Michael, got some? Mm, no, I'll pass. Francois? I think I'll take a glass. <laughs> the cat in that glass. I will pour Lydia some, and I will not pour Rex any. Rex <laughs> is his fake name. You're wearing a Rex standing shirt, which is throwing me off. Rocco. I did this Rocco. on purpose. To everyone's good health, may we survive and weather the storm. I'm just trying to survive tonight. 
Yeah, me too. Hence weather the storm. Um, I'm going to practice the song I will be singing this evening. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go out on the balcony, embrace myself well with the uh, umbrella in one hand and my uh, other hand on the railing in the raincoat and all. Keep watching, see if any conditions have changed. Mm -hmm. She's going to sing Stormy Weather by Ethel Waters. Nice! I, uh, I would like at some point to go see the barometer. Evelyn, why are you up? And everybody else is just preparing, just getting ready. Yeah. Lydia's trying to figure out how to fit as many, like, weapons and also, uh, like, preparedness things on her person while still trying to actually maybe look a little nice for once. Okay. Uh, anything in particular you're you're taking with you? Definitely a gun. Uh, I mean, mostly she's just taking her kit and stashing it. and So that usually consists of gun, a little tiny bit of alcohol, some matches. Um, and various... She hasn't used... Yeah, various... Things that we don't know about yet, but which you may need at the time. Yes. Yes. She also, I don't think we've used any charms or hardly any of them, so she still has a couple on her. Did you pass them out? Did you, didn't you give some to... I gave one to Rocco. But I don't think I gave one to anybody else because Rocco was going to do, like, dangerous running activities. I don't remember which, which type of charm you gave him. I think it was just one to protect him. It was like... I need to look up what the actual spell says, but it was the kind that bless. It was increases. A term? The... Yes, it was a blessed term. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yes, it was a reduction in damage. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I still have. Um... So we made three, I think. Mm-hmm. So I still have a luck roll in and a dodge roll in. Hmm. That, may, that that sounds right, anyway. Sorry about that. That's okay. So you wanted to check the barometer? Yeah, at some point when it's convenient for everyone, if any of the gals want to take a stroll, any of the gentlemen want to take a stroll. You can stop by and check it on your, way to the, on your way to the gala if you like. <laughs> um, Finger gun. I want to I want to check it out now, and I want to check it out on my way to the gala because it only takes me a couple of minutes to put on some rouge and a little bit of uh, lip tint, put some okay. pomade in my hair. What are you looking for from the barometer? What, would you, what are you expecting to find? Okay, so I would expect for there to be low pressure. When there's low pressure on these, excuse me, cucumber. When there's low pressure on these the water is higher because the lower the pressure of the air, the uh, less air pressure to push the water down in the straw. Mm. And like this is purple right here because of overflow during really low pressure. So I would personally be expecting to see that fairly full, that straw fairly full. And then um, as we move closer to the storm, especially if conditions worsen, I think that we're probably going to see that straw overflow. Mm. Okay. Well, it's on to your, get real nerdy, but... <laughs> on your preliminary check of the barometer, 
um it's it's tracking the way you would expect it to track it's nothing okay. that's alarming you um but cool. your assessment of what is happening uh is affirmed i just note the time Perfectly. and jot it down in my little sketchbook with like mm -hmm. a quick image of the barometer as it looks now mm -hmm. it's hard because you don't get an exact like oh you know at this exact point it's this exact pressure with those they're not terribly they're not exact <laughs> Right. A lot of estimating. So, um, you can all just let me know if you're ready to head to the head to the party yet, or if there's anything else you want to do. Thumbs up from Rocco. Elaine, did you want to swing by and, and shall we pick up Elizabeth, or should we just see her there? She requested that she's fine to go with her brother. So. Okay. All right. We'll catch up with her there then. I'm ready to go when you are. Is there anything else that anybody needs to take with them? Like, I know we're all a little sus about this storm here, so. Dolores, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just saying that I think you should make a point to go find her as soon as you get there. Understood. Um... So Lydia has prepped her supplies and has, as you said, made an attempt to, to look nice, right? What's everyone else wearing? Oh, um, I'm in a full suit. Like, it's a it's a gala. Like, I would assume I could get my Yay. hands on a tux yeah. from someone. <laughs> the Cialeta Gala. <laughs> I know it doesn't work as well, but uh, damn it, you threw me off. <laughs> Sorry. My bad. I, um, you think you could find a tux somewhere? I think you said. I could find a tux from somewhere. Okay. That's up to you, though. Sure. Okay. I'm in a tux then. I look dapper as hell. Very fashionable, very modern, very smart, and still pretty. Mm -hmm. Into it. Were you raising um, your hand, Haley? No, I'm just scratching the back of my oh. head. Okay. I, you <laughs> I would like to go next yeah. to describe my player character <laughs> i would do that too <laughs> i mean i can go next though <laughs> um michael just wearing his typical suit just one of the suits that i have yeah cool what about rocco uh rocco is wearing the suit that i was wearing earlier <laughs> okay excellent <laughs> rocco wearing... looks like charlie day yes he looks like a weatherman charlie day and elaine um, Elaine is wearing a floor-length emerald green gown with a matching coat to go over it that comes just below the rib cage. And over she has a brooch here and two diamond and emerald earrings. Lovely. And her hair is like all curled and pinned back, all fancy and precious. Don't you look absolutely gorgeous? Um, Thank you. What material is the dress? I'm trying to flush this out. Silk. Ooh. Which cat is that? Oh, this is Mary Jane. That's what I thought. I couldn't remember because okay. cucumber is a different color, right? Cucumber is all black. Oh, that's God. right. Black Cat Club. I love you, Mary Jane. You're a precious angel. <laughs> Sorry, this is just me. Cats are important. I get it. She... Girl, what do you want? 
Well, if uh, you're going to stop and check the barometer again on your way to the party, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so the level has gone up a bit. Um, Still fairly not, steady, though? It's not overflowing. Fairly steady. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, I forgot to mention. Never mind. Sorry. Um, anyone so... else bring any weaponry with you or anything? Oh, yeah, that's important. I assume uh, we all can yeah, still carry. Rocco definitely has his 45 on him. I'm not bringing my gun. Well, I'm not bringing an extra one when later you're like, oh man, I wish I'd brought my gun. Oh, hush. Bring an extra. You have plenty of room in that bag. You... What? I'm not having this conversation with you guys. You don't know I'm not bringing a gun. That seems that seems outrageous to Michael, so he wouldn't even think to bring a weapon to a, the gala. I don't know. It's just not even something that would occur to him. Whereas the well, rest of us, like, like he, he doesn't hang out with us very much. Gun to to things unless he thinks to a he needs it. Dress fight. Just because I don't know how to shoot well doesn't mean that I don't stay strapped. It doesn't matter how well you shoot oh, if yeah. you're right up on somebody's head. What about Elaine? Is Elaine packing? Um, come back to me. Ooh, you should have one of those little ones on a garter. Little Derringer. Single shot. God, that'd be sick. Um, I'm trying to decide if she has time to invent something. <laughs> and if she even could invent something. You need to ask the keeper that. What is it you would like to invent? Well, I was going to see <laughs> if I could have her invent, like, a, a taser or something. What? In, like, a three stunning hours? Weapons? But they did, They weren't invented for, like, She's 30 gonna years. She's going to pull it out that, of her so rear. Bit... She's going to invent the high-capacity battery while on the high seas. Right, so <sighs> that, would be the, that would be the problem. Getting enough of a charge out of anything, right? I mean, you could... I'm sure you could easily take some wiring from a lamp or something and yeah. you know, create right. something that could deliver the charge. But how are you going to have it produce the charge? Yeah. 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 Um, I, a really I, long extension cord. <laughs> I think would it be feasible for her to get a like a knife from Lydia and invent like some kind of a switchblade or something of the like I mean you might as well have it on a garter at that point That's right safer. That's what I was thinking I'm just she's not very good with a gun I mean she's okay with a handgun um you think you're going to be better with a melee weapon <laughs> Like what is your skill in melee weapon high I, no, I, I thought maybe we could add it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you're no. thinking of somehow taking a fixed blade knife, converting it to a folding knife, and spring loading it. Yeah. Uh, maybe Lydia's got a switchblade on her. I probably do. That would require like an if, expenditure if of were, 10 luck points, but... If, uh, yeah, well, we'll not worth we'll it then. That bridge when point. we get to it, but also the in my mind, if Lydia were asked to disarm herself at the door, it would become one of those comical situations. Oh you, yes, 
You also did take a cache of weapons from Alex Hubbard. I did, but not all of them will fit on my person, and I can't really stash that. Were there knives involved there? Them. I don't recall. I think there were oh, knives. Oh, boy. I wrote it down. Is there a machete? Actually. I feel like there was a machete, but that's an awful big thing to hide underneath the skirt. Did you have a Tommy gun? Um, no. Bunny, I didn't take one anyway. Bunny Bates had, he had a uh, I don't think anybody took it. He had an elephant gun, a 22 bolt action rifle, took the a musket, gun. a flare gun, that's right, 12-gauge shotgun, five hand grenades, mini knives of varying sizes, a trench mm -hmm. knife, and full black leather BDSM uh, outfits. Oh yes, Some we can't forget that part. Many knives of In varying sizes would certainly include a switchblade. Yeah. Okay. You want to assume that you took one from him. Can I add it to my character sheet then? I will allow it. Will Rather allow. than making you invent one. Thank you. There's probably, I remember we took the cash back to Lydia's room. So at some point, I'm probably just like, here, come pick what you want. Yeah. Everybody gets one, maybe two. Oh my God, is it Halloween? If I really yes. like your costume, you can have a full size. So this would be a brawl skill, or would it be like a fighting skill? Oh, yeah, you need to add the switchblade. Okay. Hold on, let me see if I've got a card for that. I think uh, brawl is specifically like fisticuffs. Brawl is, yes, it is. Okay, because um, otherwise I have 10 in it, so. You can add the, I think that's uh, the default. You can add the knife to your weapons list, and then you can just click the weapon to make the attack. Yeah, but I have to have a base on where the... Yeah. I'm looking through my weapon cards. I'm sure I've got a knife in here somewhere. Would it make sense to stash a small cache of weapons near the Gala, but, like, not... I was thinking about that. I was just trying to figure out how to inconspicuously... Are there plants? Or oh, I was talking the, like, about walking them over. Oh, well, yeah, I suppose, but... Yeah. But, yeah, no, I, I'm not... I'm not opposed to stashing the cash. It's easy enough closer to the back. for us to load up small things into the raincoat, and I could just keep it over my arm, and if anybody asks as to why I have a raincoat, I can say, well, I'm a meteorologist, and I'm studying the storm, but I still oh, want to have a we good can time. Hide the longer gun in the um we can yeah. hide the longer gun in the umbrella, probably. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, I have, go. like, a 25 in, in rifle. I know that's not great, but that's something. I know, but... Rifle slash shotgun. <laughs> If I need to you know what's gonna it. happen is like we're gonna be so like like armed to the gills and then nothing's Not going to happen. Yeah. It's a but, yeah, at least it's gonna be like the storm blows over, everything's fine. Nope, don't believe in don't believe it. Nope. Don't let no nope. nope. mm -mm. mm -mm. better okay, to be so over prepared just... than under prepared. Boy howdy, isn't that the truth? Okay, so yeah. let's take a random assortment of guns. Nice small switchblade. Okay, Haley, you ready to add this? Yep, I've already got it set up. Okay, so your damage on that is 1d4 plus db, which is your damage bonus, which I don't think you have one. Okay. I don't know how I would figure that out. What's that? What my damage bonus is? Uh, your character sheet. Oh, it's already. zero. Yeah. I see. Never mind. So basically 1d4 is going to be your damage on that. Cool. All right. And it's melee. Infinite attacks. And that uh, that goes under your brawl attack. 
Okay. It is so it will make a brawl attack with the knife. Cool. A brawl attack. Let's go. All right. So you make your way um, to the Grand Salon. Um, and there's a, a steady stream of other passengers going. Everybody seems to be in a really good mood in, in spite of the fact that the ship is rocking a little more than it was before, just a little bit. But uh, everybody's very happy um, to get to this party and to get this cruise over with, to get to where they're going. Uh, when you get to uh, the salon, um, they have opened up the walls into the adjacent room. So it's one big room now. And the band is playing swing music. Um, the lights are showing against the walls in shades of azure and teal and very sort of fluctuating motions, um, almost creating like an underwater atmosphere. There seems to be like sparkling in the air, even. Um, you're all ushered to a big round table that is near the stage. Not far from you is a champagne fountain, um, a fondue station, a charcuterie table, a raw bar. There's the opulence is on display. This is like the Great Gatsby meets 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Um, the decorations are, you know, shells and mermaids. Uh, they've brought out some of the decorations from the Tahitian ball and repurposed them, but um, it, it, everything feels like it's, it's the most opulent party that you've ever seen. And you're all seated at this big round table right by the stage. People everywhere dancing, laughing, eating, drinking. Nope, is this our table? Guess so, we're there. It's cool. huge. What's, do we see anybody we know so far? Or is it just like a throng? You spot hit and roll. Can I also? Mm -hmm. I have... A similar query. That was a success. Beautiful. A hard, a hard success from Lydia. I see everything. I need to reward you for that. Uh, are you looking for anyone in particular or just for familiar faces? Honestly, it's been such a wild time on this boat that I think Lydia is probably looking for both people she recognizes and anyone being remotely suspicious. Okay, sure. She's She's real ready to get off of this boat. Uh, let's she see. She also doesn't like this, these waves here, so, you know. Okay. Uh, let's see. We also got a success from Elaine. Mm-hmm. And like, any, yeah, nobody else anybody in around? a corner reading ancient texts or I, anything? I specifically want to look around for people that, not necessarily people that we know, but people that might stand out a little bit. Maybe people who look like they shouldn't be on this deck. Things like that. The people in the background. Like the background, background. Okay. Uh, did you make a spot hidden roll? No, I wanted to confirm I could look for that first. Sure. Elaine, anybody in particular you are looking for? I'm wow. looking for Elizabeth Ann and um, Alvin Ipswich. Okay. Personally attacked. Okay, um, let's see. <laughs> Lydia, 
Yeah, and I'll keep an eye out for anybody that we've ID'd as the crawling one. Sure. Oh, Garkon, please bring those uh, hors d'oeuvres this way. Thank you. Garkon. <laughs> he does everything. so immediately uh, responds to you with a big tray of finger sandwiches and uh, eggs, eggs, shrimp, there's double, a, double there's eggs. A, there's uh, no fingers in these sandwiches, right? <laughs> oh, God. Please, no. Don't let there be fingers in these sandwiches. Toes. So, um, Lydia, looking around, you um, you and Elaine both spot Alvin, who has spotted you and is headed your way. Um, you see amongst the crowd, just sort of off in the background, here and there, um, some people who are shorter than most of the rest of the people there um you recognize them as uh the subterraneans being of the same uh the same appearance as dr sung's assistant and um the folks that you met down in the cargo hold is dr sung with them you haven't spotted him yet if he is okay. there but you but spot just, them are they, are they... scattered around at the periphery of the room okay and what are they doing are they just observing are they together like what's they seem to be sort of individuals by themselves okay. just sort of standing they don't seem to be mm. they're certainly not mingling nothing more suspicious than standing they're sort of okay um i'm gonna lean over to the rest of my group and be like because I think all Dolores and Rocco and Elaine, you were all there, right? I feel like John wasn't there. Is that also correct? No, it was just um, Lydia, Elaine, and Dolores. That's right. That's right. Rocco wasn't there either. Anyway, so I'm just going to lean over and be like, guys, the folks from, from Steerage are up on this floor. Doesn't seem like they're doing anything. Maybe they're just watching. But um, if you see Dr. Sung, um, we should probably check in with him, see how things are going. But there was one here, here, and here. Nothing to worry about at the moment, but I'm not saying we shouldn't keep an eye out. Thanks for letting us know. You bet. Uh, sir, please, please don't make jokes about body parts in the food. The the guests are enjoying the people are having fun here i i kid i kid you know it's it's a weird joke and i've seen something i i get it i i'm just uh, you know i didn't mean to to make you feel i i, I my, my name's um rex the pleasure to meet you okay yeah uh let me let me just get uh some of these and some of those and uh you can go goodbye have a good, my, my have tray's a good, empty no oh, all right I'm, have a great gala you can go back to the kitchen now i'm gonna eat these oh, thanks <laughs> Um, let's see, uh, Michael, you spot Elizabeth Ann coming in before anyone else does. She is with her brother. Um, she spots you all at the table and heads your way. Um, before she gets there though, Alvin, um, comes over and, uh, reaches for Elaine's hand and he's like, Renee Lestrange, you came, you came. Thank you so much. I'm so happy you're here. Uh, you've agreed to headline then, right? Right? I've got the band already. Uh, they don't know your set list yet, but they're excellent. They're excellent uh, musicians, and they can cover whatever it is that you want to perform. 
I am planning on singing one song. I'm going to do Stormy Weather by Ethel Waters. Oh, that's beautiful. That's wonderful. And, you know, one song um, by a songbird such as yourself is going to lead to an encore. I'm quite sure. Well, I'll have something in my back pocket and I'll let the band know. Outstanding. Thank you so much. And remember our agreement. You're not going to, if anyone else should approach you, you're not going to sign anything until you talk to me. Yes, of course. Um, and I did want to introduce you to somebody as well. Um, I am... this Elizabeth Ann does arrive at your table. Uh, Alvin, this is my good friend, Elizabeth Ann. She is a young talent. I've been working with her on this cruise ship. Yes. Uh, I recognize her from the... Uh, one of your performances, yes. Hello, my dear. It's nice to meet you. Yes. Thank yeah, you. she sure. she was having uh, an off night that evening, but I promise you, she is very talented. Ah, how lovely for you. Yes, good. So, um, Renee, may I call you Renee? Sure. Wonderful. Um, I'm going to introduce you in a bit, and then uh, then the stage will be yours. Uh, do you feel ready? Um, I practiced in my room, and therefore I get a bonus die on the performance, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, yes, I am ready. I will um, inform the band of my backup song. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, all of you, uh, your friend is about to take the first step towards superstardom here. So I just want you all to be aware you're here when it all started. Elizabeth right. Ann, um, then he, he turns and heads toward the stage. And Elizabeth Ann sort of looks around and she's like, oh, the room is so crowded. Um, James and I will go find a table. Um, Miss Lestrange, uh, break a leg. You're going to do wonderfully. Thank you, dear. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I'll be thinking of you when I sing these songs. And she heads off with her brother to go find a table. Before you... Uh, could have gone better. What's that? I said that could have gone better with introducing. Before you head off to, to talk to the band, um, a familiar voice uh, from, from behind Michael says... Well, it's good to see all of you here sort of uh, relaxing a bit and uh, taking Dr. some time Sung. to... It's Dr. Sung. Taking some time to, to unwind. <clears throat> very happy to see all of that. Uh, would would you... Would, it's wonderful to see. Would you like to see my shoes? <laughs> oh, that's fine. Oh, good one. <laughs> Always a jokester, this one. Any chance I could... Uh, join you at your table we've got enough DC. if you wish yes yeah. outstanding yeah you you had enough seats to offer elizabeth ann one too but anyway oh um, i didn't know that or i would have offered it to her it's fine uh, i thought we go back it. in time it's fine she went off with her brother she's not really sad about that okay <laughs> oh so how are all of you feeling uh i trust that uh, our time together was beneficial to you extremely well spent that was some really good tea. Yeah, I feel refreshed. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Good to hear. 
Well, I'm certainly ready for this cruise to be over. Tell me about it. You and me both. Oh, any sorry, baby. any uh, further contact oh. with anyone that uh, we're both we're all aware of here? We did want to make it known that we did notice some of your crew might be here. Ah, yes, the Chocho. I'm, I'm sure you're aware of that, but we did notice. <sighs> of course, yes, I've asked them to be here with me. Um, just in case, you never know what might happen there. Yes. Good, okay. good friends to have around in a pinch. Lydia, well, Jane spotted them. Hmm. Oh, uh, Jane yes, spotted them. Of course. I, well, I did see them around well and done, hoped to, yeah, encounter you just as quickly. Mr. Have Standing, you encountered anything you... strange? Uh, I have not. Um, okay. I've, I've taken precautions to uh, make sure that my book is uh, is well protected this time, uh, knowing uh, that there are those aboard who can uh, foil the uh, the precautions I had taken before. Um, it is it is, is well locked away. Okay. I myself okay. have the key now, and I have um, I have placed some wards of my own devising around it so it should be okay. impenetrable as far as i'm aware i was I just going to say mr standing you uh you certainly look like you've uh you've got your evening's worth of a, of a meal there before you i have it i had uh 10 finger sandwiches and now i am down to four so yes i've had plenty uh i am looking forward to the rest of the meal and um i'm very grateful for your uh protection this evening uh I felt very, very, uh, very well protected in your presence, and that that has oh. been uh, nice. Thank you. Happy to hear that. Hopefully, uh, no necessity will arise. I really hope that it doesn't. From the stage, uh, you hear the the band come to an end uh, of their number, and uh, Alvin comes up to the mic and <laughs> hello? hello, testing. Ah, yes. Everyone, welcome to the See You Later Gala. And uh, it's, our, it's the last night of the cruise, and I have a very special treat for all of you, someone that many of you, I am quite sure, are well aware of, um, our own ingenue, our songbird of the masses, one of you, merely a passenger here on the boat, but a superstar in the making, and... Most likely, the newest talent in the Event Tone Records stable of stars. The newest constellation in our sky, Miss Renee Lestrange. And there is a very solid round of applause. Um, many of the people here have seen you sing at least once, possibly twice. And there's a great deal of excitement in the crowd. Yes. As the stage is yours. Okay, I will uh, lift my skirt up a little bit while I walk up the stairs so I don't trip. Beautiful. <laughs> and okay. uh, as I get up to the mic, she will um, just walk back to the band quickly and uh, whisper something in 
one of their ears that the band leader the band leader yeah if an encore is called for i would like to do under the moon by annette henshaw can you do that absolutely we can do anything that you require yes okay great and um for did i already tell him what i'm doing we can say you did okay cool whenever you're ready just give us the cue I'm going to head over to the bike now. Mm -hmm. Hello, everybody. Uh, This is the surprise. Well, um, given the weather, I thought that this was an appropriate song to sing this evening. So I'll be singing Stormy Weather by Ethel Waters. Please enjoy. And he taps his baton and the band launches into it. Beautiful. Um, as the song starts, she's going to be singing, uh, you know, normally. And then when it gets to the chorus, she's going to take off her coat and reveal an off-the-shoulder cut uh, top of her dress that yeah. is heavily beaded with rhinestones and pearls and gorgeous beadwork uh, all up and down her. A collective Honest. gasp goes through the crowd. And you hear, woo woo! Do you hear me loudest of all fucking like wolf whistling? <laughs> okay, so we'll start with uh with that. And then do I just roll it again or should I roll a bonus die? You get a or bonus die. Or should I roll die. like a D10? Okay. You get a bonus die. It doesn't let me do the It didn't bonus. offer it. Yeah, so just roll a D10. And that's not any better. So it's a normal success. regular success. So, yeah. So the song's going well. Can I make another roll after I take the jacket off? Mm hmm. Okay. Yes, indeed. So that's the, the, the point up to when you take the jacket off. Now you're still singing beautifully. Okay. Go ahead and make your bonus roll. Come on. Give me something good. Fuck you. Okay. You know what? I'm going to spend one luck point to make it a hard success. Okay, you can do that. Tell us what you do. (laughs) To do that? Um, Well, I guess this this is where you take the jacket off. Yes. Right. Yeah, this is where she takes the jacket off. So your showmanship at this point is what's really wowing them. Um, Yes. You don't don't feel like you're singing quite your best. Everybody's blown away by it. It's obviously beautiful, but um, you yourself are, are not quite, you know, feeling like you're where you want to be with the singing. I'm a little stressed. Uh, uh, she will bring the song to a close. And if you, if and... you want to go for some sort of big finale, you can make one more roll and tell me what, uh, you know, how you're how you're attempting to bring this song to a big close. She will go over to the, to grab the microphone if possible, and go over to the band and kind of lean up against the band leader and then kind of sing, like, hold the mic like this and lead like one big long note and have hope that he reciprocates. Oh, yeah, this, this, this is a top notch band. They're following your every lead. Yes. And I'll like do a little. Shimmy. Nice. Right. Okay. Oh, 
Okay, okay, okay. Hard success. Come on, give me the money. Nope, okay. Hard success, though. You bring the song to a close the way you wanted to, with a bang. Uh, everybody is going wild. Um, I don't know if your friends uh, are going to, you know, try to get a standing ovation going or anything, but uh, the, the crowd is very... Yes, intense. absolutely. Of course we're going to get a standing ovation going. Goodness. Rocco's probably just like, I've seen better. <laughs> I lift him up. I'm just like, boy, if you don't clap. How do you acknowledge your standing ovation? You're too kind. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Sit down. Sit down. It'd be ridiculous. Um, thank you for oh, having boy. me this evening. Did I just hear encore? Would you, ladies and gentlemen, like to have an encore? The crowd gets louder and louder. Yeah, the place erupts. And the the shimmering of the um, of the, the blue and green lights um, seems to intensify as the the sparkling in the air um, becomes even more dramatic, and and you know shadows are sort of intertwining. It, it's like you're underwater. Uh, you're in some sort of uh, fantastical Almost cove. Fantastic. Yes, um, and so as this is happening, you're those of you watching your friends um aren't quite aware of what they're seeing at first but behind you between you and the band leader there seems to be a shadow growing and small dark spots seem to be gathering um from all sides of the stage and as they do this dark form grows and grows until it is towering behind you in the shape of a man and somebody in the crowd screams you think it's just somebody really enthusiastically asking i for see you the encore but before you're aware of what's happening any of you this shadow behind you reaches forward and grabs the back of your necklace and pulls you backward so that it begins to choke you and those of you at the table see this happening you are aware that this is the crawling one and as he pulls elaine's necklace back against her throat you see his other hand come up with a large bladed knife flashing in the light People in the crowd are now screaming and beginning to panic. Uh, and do I get a chance to react? Before you do, <clears throat> as your eyes widen as this is happening, you see behind your friends from the ceiling a swirling, shadowy, rope-like, smoky shape begins to come down and take form. Um, it's beginning to form into almost a dragon-like shape, uh, a serpentine, something 20 feet in girth, something 40 feet long. You can't see the end of it with an undulating, like snake-like head and some sort of wing, perhaps, 
uh, erupting from its back. It's almost as though it's made of smoke or made of tar or inky blackness. It's hard to focus on it at all. Um, and as you're watching, it opens a mouth that is full of razor-sharp hooked teeth, and it scoops someone down out of the crowd and bites them in half. Oh, how rude. This is where it gets to the horror part. Um, okay. I... Is there any way I can duck out of the room to our weapon stash? Well, the first person who would get to react to this would be Elaine. That's fair. Okay. Um, Elaine is going... Assuming my limbs are not being restrained, Elaine is going to hike up her skirt <clears throat> and grab her switchblade and try and stab it backwards. Okay. Um, make the attack. Can I have it with advantage because he's, like, behind me? Mm, no, that's a very awkward motion to make. Yeah, you're right. And you're I not... Failed. Really you're, badly. <clears throat> you're not even entirely sure where his body is. Um, you know, you you feel the choking, and you can see the, the flash of the blade out of the corner of your eye. But you're not quite sure where he is. You're just kind of fumbling behind your back with this knife. Um, Michael, you've got the highest dexterity in the group. So we're going to have you go next. Yes. Yeah, so I'm, I stab, I try to stab and. Yeah, you can't even tell I me, mean, you know what this guy is made out of. You're not even sure if your blade made contact. So he is in a human shape, but he doesn't look like a human. Or he's it. he's clearly made out of insects at this point. He's not even trying to okay. disguise it. Yeah. Um. Is there like a a wine bottle at our table? Oh, I'm sure there is. Throw is a skill, isn't it? I don't have mm -hmm. a knife throw. Um. I'm going to I'm going to huck it at him and then I'm going to bolt towards the stage. Okay. Is that you went out the room. I was like cool. <laughs> Bye. Oh jeez. I wasn't I'm out of here. Hit, but so, I don't know. The, the bottle the bottle sort of flies past him. It may even go through a part of him. Um it's hard to tell. Um he's, you know, made of insects mm -hmm. um you hear it crash into a symbol in the the orchestra um behind him the band members have all scattered at this point uh people are running for the exits as this giant creature behind you is continuing to thrash around and scoop them up um so you're running toward the stage mm -hmm. at this point cool. are there fire extinguishers anywhere there would be um they would be along the walls. Okay. Can I say I'm going to like look for one and run towards it? Sure. It's probably not that difficult to locate one near an exit. Okay. So you're running towards the fire extinguisher. Yeah. Okay. And then I would get ready to use it on either the, the smoke dragon or him. Okay. So Dr. Sung has gotten to his feet at this point. And he's like, well, I'm afraid we spoke too soon, Mr. Standing. And he turns around mm -hmm. and says, uh, Miss Doe, do you recognize what that is? 
Do I? Make a mythos roll. Because you and he would have discussed your other abilities. Yeah. As he was teaching sure. things. Come on. Wow, that's really good. <laughs> uh, see, that's why, like... I mean, it's a... you were trying to beat a 28. That's really hard. Yeah, well... It's a creature that is commonly known as a hunting horror. It's a servitor of the outer gods. You discussed with me your ability. Oh, yeah. Perhaps <laughs> to bind them. I mean, I was going to say that. I just hadn't gotten to Certainly that Certainly the crawling one. Yes, okay, we're going to cast though. that shit. If, if I'm able to break his bind on it, can you bind it? Yes. Okay. Dr. Sumi is going to make an attempt to break the Crawling One's binding on the thing. Oh, shit. Ooh. So, he needs Did you to... intend to make a pun that he, we spoke too soon? Uh, oh my god, I did no. Not. <laughs> Really? <laughs> Incredible. Incredible work here today. I know. You know it's good when they say your name disappointed. Like, in a disappointed <laughs> really? tone. Like, right? like, they don't say, like, oh, they say specifically your first name. Like, We've gone far beyond yeah. that. Your soul just repeatedly tries to escape your body through long sighs. <laughs> it's really sad. <laughs> Dr. Sung concentrates and after a, a second, he's like, I, I believe I've done it. I believe I've broken this hold. It's up to you to bind it. But first, Elaine gets her actual turn. All right. So I'm still being choked out, right? Yes. All right. Can she grab her necklace? and try to break it. With a strength roll. Okay, well that's a better chance than a brawl roll, so. Oh, success! All right. Or do you want out of 50? So you feel the necklace stretch and begin to snap and come apart as um, you manage to break the thing. And he had actually begun to lift you slightly off the stage. You dropped to your feet, having broken the necklace. Are you going to move at all uh so in Cthulhu is there like an attack of opportunity or anything if I run away or no no you okay. had you had your reaction to him when he attacked you when something attacks you or when you attack something um there's a reaction that can happen but there's no are attack there, of opportunity are there tables in front of the stage there's a slightly cleared area your friend's table is right in the front I'm going to try and make a running jump onto my table. Okay. Make it like a How many roll. feet is in between the table and the stage? Six feet. Okay. Yeah. She's going to do that. No. What All happens? Right. How do you fail? <laughs> um, I think she makes the jump lands on the table but then her heel like falls into the crack of the table 
and then she falls either forwards or backwards. I'm not mm. sure which is worse. Um, I feel like backwards makes the most sense because your point of stability would be on your back, like your heel. So, yeah, she falls backwards, I guess. Okay. It's humiliating, but you don't really get badly injured. Just get a little banged up. Um, if I still am going, I she will remove her shoes. Well, you're on your back on the floor at this point, so yeah, you yeah. can do that. Yeah, <laughs> just like Miss Doe, it's time. I'm holding him off. Okay, I forget what I roll to do this. <laughs> you uh, make an opposed power roll with the creature. Right. Power, power, power. Now, I will tell you this. Um, you can make... We're not going to count that roll unless you want to. Okay. Um, mm. You get to um, make a Cthulhu roll to see if you can determine what this creature's power rating might be to see what okay. you uh, can achieve. Um, you can also have your friends sort of loan you their magic points. Um, you can sort of draw mystical energy from your That's friends. Right. Um, and if you can acquire enough magic points to reach one-fifth of the creature's power, then you get a bonus die as this happens. However, okay. you also have However. the flute, the, the enchanted flute. That's right, I do have the enchanted flute. And if you're playing the flute while you do this, that also gives you a bonus die. <laughs> Power Ranger! Yeah. <laughs> now, Green Ranger, ho! It does take one round to cast this spell, I forgot. So you won't, you won't, we're not going to count that oh, roll because okay. you won't actually be casting this spell yet. Um, gotcha. But if your friends are willing to let you draw this, the power from them, um, we're going to let that give you two bonus die. Okay. Suck it out of me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you oh, yeah. Don't have to ask me twice. So you, <laughs> hey, friends. You begin you casting the spell sweet, then, correct? Essence. Yes, having, yes, having collected Laney from skidding across the top of our table, Rocco has <laughs> got four finger sandwiches in his mouth. It's like, yeah, take it. Just take it. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me your rat power. <laughs> so Rocco dove to uh, Elaine. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Okay, so <laughs> the crawling one is clearly uh, infuriated at this point. He was in the process of stabbing Elaine as she broke free um, and he's watching all of this happen and he doesn't have eyes he just has uh, you know sockets where the insects are sort of indenting um, in this mock skull of his and gross and he throws the necklace down as the pieces scatter and reaches forward um, toward Dr. Sung who he sees uh, standing there no, the good doctor. Michael, protect the doctor. I ran for a fire extinguisher. I'm not at the table. Well, that's not helpful. Rocco's there. The doctor holds his Rocco's head for a moment. The lane. And then says, I'm, I'm all right. He tried an attack on me, but I'm all right. Um, hey, so, great. Cool. All right. Rocco, what you going to do? Uh, so having collected Elaine from the table from slipping on her heel and, and falling, uh, I'm going to roll a table, like flip a table 
and then get behind it and again look at uh lydia and be like okay just take the power i don't know what it is i don't like it i don't want it uh, but he's he's going to try and do all these things and then ready his uh 45 automatic but not know what to shoot at but just ready it all the same and wait all right cover. dolores what are you doing you're muted extraction my bad uh i want to run out of the room go after the weapon stash oh you wanted to go look for the weapon stash okay. yeah um uh, check the barometer on my way if possible i don't know <laughs> if it's in proximity okay so you've left the room yeah okay um it's probably going to take you several turns to get out to where you stash the weapons and get back in Especially if you're going to stop to check the barometer. So you're going to have to use a different exit from the one you came in because the creature is tearing up the crowd there. I just... I only have a couple of guns. I don't know what else I can do that would be helpful other than get, like, fighty things big enough to fight with. Mm -hmm. That's so, You can do that. I'm just telling right? you, it's going to take yeah. a few rounds. Okay, yeah, I think I'm going to try to do that. I'll try to go to the other door and go out. Okay. So, the creature um, looks around and it spots all of you. Um, and then it simply continues tearing into the crowd around it. It seems that when the doctor broke the crawling one's hold on it, whatever command he had given it... Um, has been forgotten so michael it's back to you okay so the crawling one is still on the stage he's on the stage he just attempted to cast a spell at the doctor and failed okay um i'm going to unload the fire extinguisher on his massive insects all right and i'm just going to keep spraying it until it goes out so that takes a while okay I assume that's not going to be good for the cockroaches he's made up of. Yeah. You're cold. Um, okay. I don't know so what you check you'd want me to make, yeah, but I can't imagine it's anything. too hard to throw or to like shoot a constant spray. Right? His attention's been on what's happening in front of him, so he really didn't even pay attention to you running to the side mm -hmm. and running back. Um, so he's going to make a constitution roll. Okay. Lydia's so glad she didn't wear heels. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Perfect angel. Me. So as as you're spraying the the fire extinguisher on him, um, he finally notices you. Obviously, um, mm -hmm. it doesn't seem to have an immediate effect, but. As you said, it's probably going to take a while to empty this thing. Uh, whatever whatever chemical it would have contained at the time, um, too soon to tell what kind of an effect it's having on the mass of insects yet. Yeah, I assume it's just going to make anything he's doing harder. So, and I'm just going to keep doing that. All right, Doctor Soong. 
is going to <laughs> continue um, to mentally um, sort of create a shield so that if the crawling wood would attempt to contest your binding spell, uh, he will not mm-hmm. be able to. Delightful. So we're back to Elaine again, laying on the floor behind a table with Rocco. Uh, Elaine is going to... We didn't really discuss if... I I said she was bringing all her gadgets, which I would assume she had in like a purse at the table, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That seemed fair. Mm -hmm. So she's going to scramble and look for her bag of goodies. Make a luck roll, because when you jumped on the table and fell off of it, I think things would have scattered. Success. Okay, you find your bag. Okay. Uh, I grab my bag, and I am going to um, grab the sleep. um, The lullaby? The lullaby, yeah. Okay. And I am going to sing it at the uh, crawling one. Okay. He's currently on the stage sort of uh, leaning away from Michael, who is uh, aggressively spraying him with the fire extinguisher. Well, he's distracted then. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I make a sing roll. They make mm-hmm. a listen roll. Mm-hmm. She reminds me of Alley Cat. Okay, he fails his listen roll, so he definitely bears the full brunt of your attack. Well, if they fail, they're able to block their ears. Oh, he has to succeed at the listen roll to hear you. Yes. All right. He doesn't have ears. So um, what's happening is the he his consciousness is fully distracted and, you know, whatever effect this would have on the massive insects um, is is negligible. Okay, got it. Um, So I guess that would be like my action, right? There's not much I can't like. Yeah, that's your attack. Your action was like looking for the purse. Right. Okay. And then you made an attack. So you can so, move if you want or Um I will dive under a nearby table. Leaving Rocco there. I just feel like we're exposed to the monster behind us. Oh, that's fine. If I'm understanding correctly, right? Like it's the I don't know which the... way to which way did Rocco tip the table. Rocco definitely tipped the table so that it was between us and the crawling one. You and the crawling one, okay. So, yeah, I think Elaine would jump under a nearby table um, and just say to Rocco before she does, we're exposed, our backs are exposed, I'm going over here. Okay, what do I shoot at? Literally anything that's not us would be helpful. Okay. So Lydia, you have spent the round preparing this spell. 
piping away yes. with your flute, and your friends have all sort of allowed so much you to <laughs> mystically draw energy from them. Uh -huh. So you want to go ahead and make a power roll. And you get two bonus die with this. So All that's right. a regular success. Oh, hey. Ooh. So see if you can oh, better dude. that. So which die do I roll? You can click the bonus where it yep. says bonus slash penalty. Oh, derp. Yeah, of course. So okay. that's worse. Great. You get one more. <laughs> so you did get a regular success. I did. Maybe so this they... is an failing. So you reach out with your mind toward the creature. I do. My mind be mine. Dun dun dun. Big old brain. Got like the Professor X, like. And your consciousness finds its consciousness in the darkness. Mm -hmm. And you imagine yourself sort of wrapping some sort of mental leash around it and causing it to come into your service. For a moment, there's definite resistance as its will is great and it's a creature of tremendous anger and ferocity but after a bit of a struggle you can sense that your control has come around it and it is yours to command hell yeah outstanding let's fight the dragon thing no the dragon thing that's what you're commanding you can command it. Oh, that's you, you oh, bound the hunting horror. I, I couldn't tell which way I was facing. You know, they all came out of shadows. Um, he's just there, like what? Oh, yes, this one. She doesn't know. <laughs> anyway. So you can that, give it one command. That's so funny. Uh, I will tell it to attack the uh, the bug man. The crawling one. Thing. The crawling one. Okay. Yes. The crawling one. Um, in the face of this assault with the extinguisher, um, bugs are beginning to drop off of it, to fall away, um, uh, apparently frozen or chemically burned somehow. Um, mm -hmm. So, But as they're falling away, it is moving toward Michael into the face of the spray, and it's going to sort of just like blindly stab out with this large blade that it has. Uh... Okay. Do you want to attempt to dodge this attack, Michael? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> hey. You deftly sidestep the stab oh. just as it comes towards your torso. Um, you, you're spraying the, the extinguisher right mm -hmm. into what his face would be, um, and his attack misses you. Cool. Rocco, it is your turn. Um, Rocco, having taken um, 
the advice that Lainey gave him is going to start shooting at the massive bugs. Take shot. Taking shot. Oh boy. It's been a while since combat has occurred. Yeah. Nice. All right. Hard success in. And what's you get a bonus or something? What's your? I certainly your do have a crack shot. Uh, rapid fire ignores penalty die for multiple handgun shots and a fast load. Choose a firearm special. Ignore penalty die for loading and firing. Somewhere. How many attacks do you get with your weapon? The Colt forty-five, I believe, has six shots. It has six shots, but it should tell you how many attacks you can make in a round. Let's see. 15, uh, one, two, three in parentheses. One to three. Okay. With each successive shot, you're going to get a penalty die, an extra penalty die for a shot. Uh, are you going to take more shots at it or just the one? I'm going to, I'm going to pull the trigger again for the next shot. Okay. And the penalty die goes with this. And that is what uh, rapid just fire bonus. ignores penalty die. Oh, you've got rapid fire. Okay, yeah. cool. So that means I get one more shot and then I get a single penalty die because that would be two penalty dies, right? Yes. So that's two successes. And. Oh my God. Better. So Heck yeah. you hit him three times. Yep. Hell yeah. Um, and that amounted to how much damage did it show? So let's Six, see. Six, eight, ten. Yep. So 25. Mm hmm. Okay. No. 24. Uh, 24. Okay. Um, roll me uh, 4D100. 4D100s? Mm -hmm. That's how many bugs I shot. Yep. A, a large, in addition to the bugs that Michael is freezing off of him and um, causing to fall away. Uh, your three shots cause another enormous chunk of insects to just slough away from him. And the form that remains shudders for a moment and then completely scatters. Dolores, you're still out getting your weapons. So the creature, the, the hunting horror, having been commanded to attack the crawling one, um, ignoring the fact that he has just disincorporated, is sort of in mid-attack. He launched himself over all of you toward the stage, um, and he hits the stage with his mouth open and just bites a large chunk out of it and begins shaking it around as whatever little um, bugs were still in that area when he bit down, um, are going down his Such maw. a good boy. Such a good boy. Michael. Um, I would probably back off at this point and give a wide berth. Seeing that the creature has turned upon the other one. Okay. And I would, like, fall back. I'd still hold onto the fire extinguisher and have it ready, but... Okay. So the th yeah, the thing is viciously attacking the stage at this point. Um, it's just sort of looking for any remnants of of these insects that are around. And at this point, Doctor Sung says, "Friends, friends, right? Let's get out of this room now. Uh, we 
we need to flee until before this thing uh, turns its attention back on us. And he tries to hurt get you all and hurry you out of the room. How do we get rid of it? Having having being no longer bound, it should uh, on its own uh, decide to disincorporate at some point, but probably not before it has satisfied its hunger here. But its its objective uh, has been fulfilled uh, by breaking the crawling one's hold on it, and by Miss Doe uh, giving it a command. So as long as we are clear of it, it should not come after us any further. Let's go. Most of the crowd, those that weren't torn apart by the creature, have, have fled the room. So um, you're, you're running through a mostly empty room now, maybe jumping over uh, body parts. Are so any forth. of the body parts belonging to Elizabeth Ann or anyone <laughs> that we know? Like, can I make a quick spot hidden roll? It's gonna running? be. It's gonna take. There's gonna be a penalty die because it's. Uh, it's really hard. To tell. Identifying Gibbs is hard. So the, would it be a straight roll? Because you get a bonus die. Yeah. Yeah. We'll make it a straight roll. Just a regular success. Forty-five out of eighty. You don't think so? There's a lot of blood. There are a lot of body parts. Uh, there are decorations and bits of tables and chairs and debris. Um, it's a mess. <laughs> Enchantment under the sea. You don't. You don't think you can see Elizabeth Ann anywhere, though. Okay, that's good. So you all make it out of the room, um, only to run into Dolores coming back the other way with. What do you have, Dolores? Okay, so I am assuming that I would have access to one of the bigger guns, which I tuck into the umbrella, and then some of the smaller guns, and the grenades. Um, I have a trench knife. I just, like, frantically grab everything I can, thinking about shit's about to get really real and we're gonna have to like gun this thing down and uh run out as quickly as i can because i don't want to dawdle and you run into all of your friends coming out beautiful did i get a chance to see the barometer and also what does the ship feel like the ship um the the rocking has uh intensified the barometer still is not overflowing yet but it's higher than it was. The rocking is definitely noticeable. All of you are Man, swaying. we're going to float to Shanghai on a door. Is there, are there any windows? Not where you are. Okay. You're in an interior area. The Chocho have come along with, uh, with Dr. Sung as well. you all say anything to each other um yeah i think so sorry i was just shouting that down um i think that i will just start thrusting weapons at them and like asking for an update we gotta go okay so the creature is unleashed in there and it will leave if we leave It'll leave if we leave. If we leave the room. It's gonna it, it took my command and once it's because this won't be bound, it'll it'll 
go back to its own space by itself. Okay. Okay. So we don't need to go back in there right now. But I am bummed that, uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that was a thing that happened. Dr. Soong, uh, do we need to worry about this further or is this just sort of done? Well, for it's right the hope now? it's the hope that it disincorporates. There's certainly no uh, guarantee it's got a mind of its own, but um, fair. who knows uh, if that was enough damage done to the crawling one or and as he's talking, a loud, loud bell begins to ring, echoing through the hallways. And uh, crew members suddenly like burst through doors and run past, and one of them sees you all there and looks at your weapons. He's like, whoa, whoa, okay. Mind your business. Everyone abandon ship. You gotta get up to the lifeboats. Uh, we are abandoning ship. Nobody knows what's happening here, but get to the lifeboats. I knew it. I'm so glad I prepared a bag. God, every time. And that's where we're going to stop for today. I'm not staying yes. at any more hotels ever. It's it's the cruises for me. Hard pass. I hate cruises. <laughs> I don't ever want to go on a cruise again, really. <laughs> I don't ever want to go on. They terrify me. International waters. All you need is one stupid person to be angry with you who does not understand what that means. There you go, overboard. You never know. See, see, I'm just really afraid of unlimited eggs. <laughs> as any sane man should be. I mean, oh, every man. time I woke up for breakfast, it's like, you could have as many eggs as you want. I was like, mm. Because they were pattered. I'm sure it tasted like church camp food. Yeah, that's true. So, thank you all for watching. John, yes, good thanks, call guys. with the fire extinguisher there. Yeah, that was awesome. That, that was a good one. Um, so we will be back on Monday with Descent into Avernus, except some of us won't be there. Um, but we're going to try to have fun anyway. We're going to try. Um, I've never missed the session. That's true. I think we've got Silent 3 on Friday. Next next Friday, not this Friday. I think so. Mm -hmm. We'll find out. Stay tuned. We should. Yeah. And thank you all for watching. Good evening, Internet. Good night. Thank you.